Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Well, welcome back, Savvy Souls. Today, I've got a really fun topic for you. It's all about your creative spirit. And don't immediately switch this off if you don't think of yourself as creative, you're not interested in any of the traditional creative callings, because for sure, this podcast is for you too. So I just want to back up a little bit about my history um, very briefly to let you know where I'm going with this and why I'm thinking this way. So when I left my job as an international tax lawyer, it was because I did suddenly have a creative calling and I wanted to learn how to paint. And I became an artist very quickly and I joined a gallery and we would do these shows where we would show a painting. And I liked to invite my former colleagues to come to the show. And what would happen is every once in a while or quite often at certainly at every show, there would be one or two or three people that would stop and look at my paintings with such a sense of sadness and kind of a wistful longing and a bit of a resignation. And it's like they were imagining there's this, they're in a store and in the corner of the store, there's this big cupboard and it's just this colorful cupboard. And when you open it up, it's filled with the most delicious, enticing treats that anybody could have. And you have to have a special ticket to be able to open the door into that cupboard and take out one of those delicious treats. And only some people have that ticket and they don't have it. And so they're like a kid in this store looking at this cupboard and not being able to get any of the treats and hoping that maybe one day they'll grow up. Maybe one day in the future, they'll get a ticket and be able to open that cupboard, but it's not available to them right now. So I would see this longing and there's a part of me that I knew there's some way I can help. I've always been fairly service oriented and wanting to help other people. And this desire in me grew to do that. But when I thought through it logically, it was like, okay, well, what have I learned that I could help them with. Oh, I know, like I was a lawyer and I've learned how to do art. And that's really amazing and magical because I always thought I wasn't artistic and I wasn't creative. And look what I was able to create just by believing that I can do art. So I think that's my gift. I can teach people who think they can't do art how to do art, or how to be creative. And it was with that in mind that I researched different modalities and found out about life coaching and enrolled in two different life coach schools and studied to become a life coach. And so that's 
kind of how I started out. I, I thought that's what my mission was to teach people that they could be artists. But so quickly, I realized that what I could do was so much bigger than that. How I could help people was so much bigger than that. Because what I realized was that art was just something that had brought me huge joy, something I had always yearned to do. But people's creative spirits are so much bigger than that. We're all so unique. And so, yes, there are some people that wanted to paint and sculpt, make gardens and music and write books. And so some of those people were the people I started working with. But then eventually I realized, no, no, everybody has strong creative urges of some form or fashion, and they show up in different clothes. So sometimes it's to unleash new ideas into the world or to create new businesses or to be in a job where their unique ideas, where their voice is heard and listened to and affects their organization, where they're valued. They have concepts about the kind of lives they'd like to create, lives that are focused on their values. They imagine themselves being of service, helping people feel more whole, creating beauty of spirit, overcoming injustice in the world. There's so many ways to create our lives, to create, let our creative spirit come out and create new things in the world. So I realized that we all have this enormous creative spirit inside us. And it's that part of us that wants to do our thing, to be unleashed and free, to feel unconfined, to throw away all of the rigid boundaries that we've put ourselves in, that our parents have put ourselves in, that society can, tries to confine us in, and to find what's possible for us. I believe that we all have a creative spirit inside us that craves that freedom, which is why I created this podcast for you. So I want you to think about your life in using this analogy we're going to talk about today. I want you to think of your life as your work of art. Your life is a canvas and you get to fill it in. So, you know, maybe at the beginning, maybe in your 20s, you thought, oh, I need to map all of this out. I need to take this canvas, I need to get a pencil, and I need to sketch out what this whole thing is going to look like. What's the picture going to be of? What am I going to focus on? How is it going to evolve? How am I going to create this canvas over my life? So you drew the basic outline and you tell yourself, okay, this is what I've decided. And then as each year passes, you figure out, oh, how am I going to fill in the next piece of the painting? And you keep building up the painting, but you're staying in that outline that you drew. And sometimes 
parts of it don't quite work out. It doesn't look quite as good as you thought it would. Say you lose your job or you don't get that promotion you wanted or your business isn't successful. And so you go to your canvas, you paint over that piece that didn't work out, but you keep painting within the contours. You paint over, but you're still in the contours. And the whole way there, you know exactly where you're going to end. That's one approach. Here's a different approach. You start with a blank canvas and you set an intention. You say to yourself, this is going to be the most joyful, the most vibrant, the most amazing canvas ever. And you trust that your canvas will emerge as you paint. You give yourself lots of space and time to feel what's inside of you and what wants to come out. You allow yourself to be in flow. In any one moment, you get to decide, okay, what's just going to be the next color? What's the next mark I'm going to make? And you get to decide, where am I going to add it? And where is it going to go? And you do that in a way that fuels you, where you're following the joy. And each moment, you get to delight in the decision of that moment. And sometimes you get new ideas and you go, wait a minute, I can add this. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? So when you think about these two different models, these two different ways you could paint your canvas, what painting do you think at the end is going to be more likely a painting that you absolutely love? Not just one that's satisfactory, not just one that's filled out and kind of completed as planned, but one that you just love and one that will resonate with other people. The second way, the second way will create, help you create a work of art that you love. It will be a life that will be so much more incredible, so much more beautiful, something so much more engaging and worthwhile and meaningful to you. Something that's so much more uniquely you than anything that your logical brain could ever have planned at the beginning. So today for some fun, I want to talk about three famous people. Instead of usually I'm talking about myself or I'm talking about my clients or people I know, people within my immediate orbit. I want to talk about three people who are so famous, they're within all of our orbits. And here's the thing about famous people, even though they're famous, they are just humans and they're just people that have happened to become famous. And I think their fame allows us to look at them and see them as examples, see them as archetypes for what's possible in us. So I'm going to tell you about three people. One's an army doctor, one is a bond trader, and one is a lawyer. So let's start with the lawyer. He was born in Italy, 
he was born with a congenital glaucoma that deteriorated and he had an accident when he was 12 when he was hit with a soccer ball and he became completely blind as a young child during one of his many hospital stays he uh, would be really stressed and upset and his parents noticed one night that he became very calm when he put his ear against the wall and it turned out there was somebody in the room next door playing classical music and this little boy just loved that music it just calmed him and made him feel better and he developed this real love for classical music and this real love for opera and this made him a bit of an outcast with the other children who didn't really relate to that even though they were little italian kids and i tend to think of well of course italian kids love opera but apparently no his parents though were like many of our parents they didn't think it was possible to be happy by creating a career in singing and they stressed upon him the importance of having a profession and you know a good financial backing and so he decided to study law he used braille became a good student and eventually he was appointed to be a defense attorney and while he was going to university and for the years that he was a defense attorney he played piano bars at night and sang and just had fun and he said later that he did that mostly to make some money and meet girls which he did because that's where he met his wife but music remained his passion and he sang a lot and eventually when he was 38 years old he was discovered and he is now the world's best selling classical solo classical artist he sold more than 150 million records around the world and his name is Andrea Bocelli. And he said, music originates from wonder. It's our ability to live in harmony with the world, live poetically and live for good. Okay, that's the lawyer. Now I wanna talk about the army doctor. So another Italian, and I have to apologize just randomly it turns out that the three examples i'm talking about are three white dudes so when i pick my next examples in future episodes i will try to find people who don't fit those uh th those categories anyway we're going to talk about another italian dude this one studied medicine and he joined the italian army and he worked as a doctor in a military hospital eventually he got tired of medicine and he quit and he became a window dresser in milan and eventually he worked up from being a window dresser to being a salesperson in the men's clothing section and he just loved the men's clothes. He was inspired by that. And he was inspired to start designing his own men's clothes, even though he had absolutely no training in 
design. And ultimately, he started his own company and eventually became one of the most successful fashion designers in the world. And his name is Giorgio Armani. And he says about this, that never in my wildest dreams did I entertain the idea that I'd become a fashion designer. And he's known for building a brand based on his unique personality and tastes. Now, finally, I want to talk to you about the bond trader. Now, this guy grew up in Atlanta and he worked for several years as a bond trader in Chicago. And what he liked to do on the weekend is walk around Chicago and take photos just for fun. And then he lost his job and he decided, you know what, I'm going to pack it in. I'm going to move to New York. I'm tired of the financial services industry and I'm going to focus on my photography. And I'm also going to focus on, I just love having conversations with people. I just love talking to people, finding out about them, having real conversations. And he's just a guy who truly loves people, cares about what they're saying. So he set out to photograph 10,000 New Yorkers. And when he did that, he created a global phenomena um, which ended up being a photo blog and a book. And it's called Humans of New York. And I want you to know, he did this without any photographic training at all. He just decided this is what he wanted to do. And in 2013, the Times named him in their 30 under 30 people around the world. And his book, Humans of New York, reached number one on the New York bestseller. His name is Brandon Stanton. So people, all people who fashioned their careers to please their parents took, took jobs that seemed fine, that were okay, quite respectable, but had that passion in mind, didn't drop it, didn't worry about their lack of training, didn't worry about the things that might hold the rest of us back, just kept that door open, kept the possibility available to themselves to follow that. And so I like to think of it as they kept their canvas open and unlimited. They didn't keep painting within the confines of the outlines they'd drawn when they were 20. They allowed themselves to be free and create their own canvas. So my savvy souls, this is how you can create your canvas. You don't fill out the whole outline ahead of time. You fill in one piece at a time. You add your next mark based on what inspires you right in the moment. What color, what shape, what squiggles, what lines. What paint do you want to pour in areas? You believe what you want matters and what you love matters. So you don't go around, you don't ask other people what to add to your canvas. You just sit, you look at the paints, you decide the color that brings you joy in the moment. You look at your canvas and you just allow it 
to unfold. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to sit in a big comfortable chair. I want you to put on some soft music. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to be open to this exercise because I'm going to get you to imagine you're an artist. It doesn't matter if you're not artistic. Just sometimes it helps to have our brains think in symbols instead of words. And this is what we're going to try today. Okay. So I want you to close your eyes and imagine there's a big canvas in front of you. It's the canvas of your life. And it's as big and bold and beautiful as you want it to be. And you can, it's your imagination. So you get to imagine whether it's blank or there's some parts that are already filled in in beautiful ways. And what I want you to decide right now is today, what shape do you want to add? What little piece do you want to add to your canvas? What color, what shape, what line, what mark? Do you want to pour paint? on an area? Do you want to paint over something? How will you feel when you add the color? Will there be sparkle? Will the paint be metallic? Will it be bright? Will it be black? Will it be white? What will you add? What feels the best for you? And as you sink into this imagination, I want you to notice what emotions do you feel? What comes up for you? Is it joy? Is it calm? Is it connection? Is it inspiration? Like what emotion comes up as you imagine painting this next piece in your canvas? And now ask yourself and be really open here. What are you learning right now about what you need to do next? And I'd like to end with a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, imagination is more important than knowledge for knowledge is limited, where is imagination embraces the entire world. That's what I want for you, Savvy Souls. I want your canvas to let you embrace the entire world of possibility within you. So thanks for listening. And if you're loving this, if you haven't given me a review already, please do go over to iTunes and fill out a review. And even more than that, please tell your friends about it, share it with them. I'm so keen to share the wisdom and the insights I've learned from my journey with as many people as possible. And I'd love to be in conversation with you. So if you have ideas, there are things you'd like me to focus on further. I've had some suggestions now. I'm going to be trying to create some podcasts around that. I've also got a couple people who've just said yes to interviews with me to very different people, very uh, interesting career trajectories, which I want to share with you as well. So in the meantime, have an awesome week and see you next time. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing 
actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.